hello and welcome back to another episode of That's My Personal Business. How are you guys? It is the end of September. We are officially somewhat into Q4, which is crazy. I am so excited for this quarter. I'm convinced it's going to be the best yet. I feel like we have our systems just down to like a science right now in a way that I am just loving. I wake up every day. I know exactly what I'm about to do. I know exactly what our clients need in order to move them forward. They also now have systems in their business to know exactly what's happening and exactly how to move it forward. It's just, it's bliss. I'm not going to lie. I feel great. Um, I'm super excited for like what this has allowed me to do personally but also just within the business I'm starting to kind of take on photography a little bit again I have a photo shoot this next week which is this week when you're listening Um, and also just kind of starting to dip my toe a little bit more into branding and commercial work and just having fun with photography again and trying new things which I'm incredibly excited about and it's just nice to know that I can do that knowing that everything else is up and running it's also been really cool because as you guys may or may not know It is my first year full time in education, which is so wild. And there was like this moment where I was looking at my business the other day and I was like, oh, my gosh, the business has done really well this year. But I was like, I didn't surpass my income for last year or haven't yet. I actually think I probably will now based on our predictions for the rest of the year in Q4. But um, I was like, that's really interesting. And I was like, hold on. (laughs) Every other year I've had wedding photography supplementing or the majority of my income. And so I'm just feeling really proud and excited where this first year full time with education has taken me. And I'm also just so grateful for you guys who have made this what it is. And it has been such a blessing and honor and privilege and amazing experience overall to help so many business owners this year like help help them move their business forward help them fall in love with their work again help them earn the money they deserve like it has been so beautiful we've seen such big changes whether that's people and calling all brands who like earned 20k their first month or we have a becoming client that has just been like absolutely amazing she had like basically no weddings booked when she started with us she charged like somewhere around like maybe $2,500 for a package and now she's over doubled her rates she's booking international weddings she has an overhead she has systems she's automated things like it's just been really incredible and I'm feeling really excited and just blessed um it's also just been really nice because it's I had a few weeks that were a little weird with my mental health and it was just really nice to know that the business was moving itself while I could take that time to just kind of rest and recharge. We also have dove into marketing consultations, VIP days. It's just been like a really, really busy month and I'm feeling really, really excited. So we also are working on a course that's launching next month, which I think will be one of the biggest courses we've ever released. And it's our first course since Calling All Brands, which is really exciting. I literally cannot wait to get it into your guys' hands. I think it's going to be one of the best courses ever. So anyway, huge recap. It's officially fall here in New York City. It's still going to be really hot this week, but I'm just feeling good, feeling excited, trying to get outside, move my body a little bit more. I'm still just like soaking in the bliss that is no longer having a broken foot. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I'm just trying to enjoy the city a little bit more, enjoy my presence. Um, If you guys have missed it, we started a new series on the email list called Life Lately, a love letter, which has just kind of been like an open diary from me to you, which has been really fun as well. I'm trying to think of if there's anything else I'm missing I don't know that was just like that was my little brain dump of what's been going on lately I would love to hear what you guys have been up to um we've got we've got it's just been fun it's been nice good times wow 
the words. The words are so graceful today. Um, before we get into our guest for this week's podcast episode, who I'm incredibly excited about, I also wanted to let you know that this week we are reopening the doors to Calling All Brands, which you guys know I'm obsessed with Calling All Brands. I'm obsessed with what it provides. This is our branding course that dives all into how to build and create an intuitive and soul-driven brand so that you can connect with your dream clients, align with your work, and actually run the business that you love. And this is one of my favorite courses and one of your guys's favorite courses. And we haven't opened the doors in a long time because we do personalized brand reviews within the Calling All Brands private Facebook group. And so because of that, we can't have people coming in and out of the course 24-7 since we set times to do those brand reviews. So Anywho, all of that was to say, doors are opening. We will link that for you guys in the show notes, as well as we've been getting a couple emails about our six-figure masterclass, which is our $15 masterclass, all about scaling to six figures. So I'll link that for you guys in the show notes as well. And let's talk about this week's podcast guest. We are having Jessica Rice on the podcast, and I'm so excited for you guys to listen to Jessica because I met Jessica in my mastermind last year, and she is such a powerhouse. She is a mom who works only a couple hours a week and she is so incredible at educating other creatives, specifically other photographers, about creating what she calls the 10k client experience. And I won't go into too much about what that means, how she built it, her story, all of that because I'll let her do the talking, but this is an incredible episode about bettering your client experience so that your clients are more fulfilled and so is your wallet, which we love to hear all around. It is the double whammy of providing an amazing client experience as well as earning the money you deserve. So Jessica is phenomenal. She is so incredible to learn from. She has so many amazing resources. So I will stop blabbering, chatting your ear off. I will let you get into the juice that is today's episode about how to build a 10k client experience and let's get to it. Welcome Jess to the podcast. Hello, hello. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to have you on. Um, This is Jessica Rice and I am so excited. I'm just so excited to have you. I'm not going to speak about you in third person. I'm excited to have you on the podcast. I feel like we've been talking about it forever. Thank you. I know. I love you and I'm so glad to be here. I love your podcast. I love that everything just feels real and genuine and I'm so excited to chat today. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. First of all, thank you. That's so sweet. I'm so excited to talk to you because you are like so good at what you do and I feel like you're talking about something that we don't talk about enough in the industry. So I'm super excited to like dive into the meat of everything today. But for those listening who don't know you, can you give us a little introduction on yourself first before we dive in? Yeah, I'm Jess Rice and I'm a wedding photographer. My husband and I have been, his name is Nick. I probably talk about him a lot. Um, We have been wedding photographers for over 10 years now, um, based in Southern California and loving the SoCal life. We have three kids which is crazy. They're all under five and our lives are just kind of insane, but we love like being in partnership together, both in business and marriage and everything in life. We um, actually met working together at a nonprofit years ago and have never stopped working together since then. And it has been, I didn't know that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. He was actually my boss. So it was a little like office romance scandal, but (laughs) it was so fun. But yeah, so we've always worked together. Oh my gosh. Okay. So when you started photography, did you like go into it together or did one of you start first and the other join? Yeah. So I was actually, I've been a photographer since college, um, pre the world of Pinterest and social media. And when we started dating, I was shooting weddings. Um, 
And he was like, oh, you know, like I did some film stuff in school. And I was like, perfect. Do you want to come be my second shooter at a wedding? And I was mostly thinking like uh, free labor. He can drive me. He can pay for my dinner. It's kind of like a date, but like I get everything. But literally. He gets to spend time with me and I get to do everything else and save all the money for myself. And he said, yes. And then it just went from there. We never stopped shooting together. Oh my gosh. My dad thought it was the best intro. (laughs) That's so fun. Okay. So he also photographs and then talk to us a little bit about like, what is kind of like, do you guys each do a little bit of everything within the business or like, how are things kind of split up? Because I think a lot of people, there are quite a few, I feel like people in the industry that work with their spouse, but like, I've never done it. And so I've never really totally understood like how the dynamic of it works. Like what does your guys's business structure and setup kind of look like? Yeah. So I'm still mostly like the face of our business. Um, we shoot all of our weddings and engagements together and Nick is like the back end back of the house, like keeps the boat floating side of our business. Um, anything with like numbers, systems, organization, like any of that was always Nick. Um, and then, you know, obviously he's there on the shoot day and he actually, um, does the album. So I feel like we have a good balance because he does the things that he's really gifted at. And I do the things that I'm gifted at. And we've always just been able to work in such alignment together in that, which has been nice. I love that. Yeah. I'm like, that's such a nice balance to just like each have your own strengths that you can bring to the business. That's amazing. So what have things been like over like the last couple years specifically? Because I know you said you guys started like a decade ago, which yeah, there wasn't really social media. So I can't even imagine how much the industry has changed (laughs) since you first started. But like, how have things also been the last couple years since obviously so much has changed in the last couple years? Yeah. Yeah, I know the last couple of years have been crazy for everybody. I feel like we'll always talk about like the the three years that we all somehow blinked and missed as like those years. What was it like mm-hmm. during those years? No, literally. Uh, I'm like, it's like life is just pre-COVID and post-COVID in yeah, my brain now. There was yeah. nothing between. Yeah, mm-hmm. There was nothing between. Well, it was, we actually moved to California five, six years ago now, five or six years ago. And so when we moved out here, it was basically like a big restart to our business. Um, we had to get all new clients. We had to meet all new vendors. It was just basically starting from square one, going from the East Coast where we had a good thriving business to coming to California and not wanting to travel back and forth. Um, and so we like labored at that for a couple of years. And actually like right before COVID, um, I remember sitting in our office one day and just being like so overwhelmed. And I mean, we had we had gotten a ton of weddings. We were getting like we were having momentum but I just really felt stuck. Um, and I felt like I was drowning. This was, we had, I mean, two kids at this point, like a baby and a a toddler. And I was just like, I feel like I'm drowning. I can't, I feel like I can't do anything well. Um, but you know, from the outside, everything looked wonderful, you know, like it always does money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I, you know, it was, it was just great. Like if anybody had asked, it's like, yeah, we're great. Like photography business is growing. It's successful. And, but on the inside, I really felt like, have you ever seen like the show hoarders? Mm-hmm. Okay. I love that show. It's like, you can't, it's like a train wreck. You can't take your eyes off of but that, Like that's how I felt. That's how I felt as a photographer. That's how I felt about it. as a business owner of like, if anybody walked by, they'd be like, Oh, what a beautiful house. Like, this is wonderful. And you know, like I walked out looking successful and wonderful, but on the inside, I was like, so afraid, even for Nick, like I was really afraid for Nick to see how I felt inside about my business and how 
I was running my business and I was so afraid that if he or anybody else opened the door, that everything was just going to come crashing in. And they'd be like, holy crap, how, like, what is this mess? Mm -hmm. And it's like, I know like, like hoarders, like they know their way through their house. Like they know where their things are, but if anybody else walked in, they'd be like, what the hell is happening in here? And that's how I felt. And I remember sitting in our office one night and Nick was just like, Nick, like, again, Nick is like a systems organization expert. Like that efficiency is like his main thing in life. Like he's just so good at it. And being somebody who's not naturally good at that, I remember him sitting there and being like, oh, he was always his like goal every week, check in. How's like, how are things going in the business? Like, how are you feeling? How are you, are you getting this done? Are you getting this done? And I remember when I, he sat down, he was like, hey, how's it going? And I just like started crying. He's like, what is happening? And I was like, I just like, I don't understand why I look at like, you know, these super successful photographers and they're charging all this money. And I'm like sitting here drowning in 30 weddings a year, making $3,500 a wedding. And I can't keep up with my life. Like, I just can't do this. I don't know how much longer I can do this. And I don't like, I see my pictures and I know that they look just as good. I know our photos are as good as this person over here, but what are they doing differently? And that at that point, Nick, like ha- had to have a real heart to heart with me and be like, Jess, like, ha- like you're not doing anything consistently, like other than showing up on the wedding day and taking beautiful pictures, like you're like scrambling for all, like to do all these things and you have no system or process. And he was like, if, if a 10 K client came to you, if one of your dream clients came to you, could you deliver that for them? Do you have the confidence to do that? And I was like, well, for my pictures. Yeah. Like I, I feel Mm. like my pictures could, but on the, everything else, I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I just had so much doubt. And I was like, that's a really good question. I don't, I don't know. Like, I would like to think that I could, but I don't know that I can. And so at that point, this was like right before COVID he was like, okay, we're going to set aside everything else in your business. We're not going to go after any more business. You're not going to say yes to everything that comes your way. We are going to take six months eight months, whatever it takes. And we are going to like deep dive into the business part of the business. Like, Mm -hmm. and we're going to set you up for success because he was like, I can't do this forever for you, you know? And he was like, if you ever want to get there, we really have to get all of this hoarding mess out of the house and do like a home edit. You know, we need like Mm -hmm. the home edit team to come in and be like, let's tear all this apart and put in some nice, clear bins of organization um, and clean this up. And, and so, I'm sure yeah, that's right. like really intimidating. Like that sounds oh. terrifying. That's how I think of underneath my bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's where I stuff everything. Like, like, no, like it's so scary. And my mom came and stayed at yes. my apartment the other day and she literally looked under my bed. Cause that's like all my storage. Like I live in a tiny yeah. New York apartment and she literally was like, can we like organize underneath your bed? And I was like, no, like, I just, I can't acknowledge mm-hmm. it. Like we just have to leave it until yeah. I have to move. Like it's got to just stay yeah. like that. No, that's how it felt. And I like, I feel like most business owners feel that way. And we don't realize that we feel that way until somebody's like, Hey, what are your numbers? Like, Hey, how do you do this? Like, but if, and it's just like, we'd rather avoid it. I'd rather do anything else. I'm like, I would rebrand a website 30 times in a year. If it meant doing that, instead of having to dive into stuff that sucks, you know, like, yeah. Oh yeah. You find like the weirdest little tasks to like do instead of doing it. So distracted and creatives are not like typically built for, that side of owning a business, you know, that's like not the hat they want to put on when they get up in the morning to work. And that's for sure. I felt it was totally cringy. And I, it took me a long time to get there mentally to be like, okay, like we're going to do this. Um, and so we started doing that and then COVID hit and it ended up being like, 
a huge blessing in that regard because we didn't have anything else to do other than dive into fixing our business, like making it everything we knew it needed to be to set up to scale for success. And within that year, um, even though weddings weren't happening, we actually doubled our income and we ended up going from like $3,500 weddings to booking seven, eight, nine, $10,000 weddings, just because of the work that we did, like in the business that gave me the confidence, like, yeah, I can take that. Yes. I like can serve those clients and knowing that every client regardless of what they paid was going to be getting that kind of experience for me, a 10 K experience. So yeah. Love that. Okay. Crazy. Yeah. That is one. So cool. And I hope you guys are so proud of yourselves and like celebrate that often because to, I'm like even three and a half K to 10 K I'm like, that's over three times your package pricing, um, during a time where a lot of people couldn't book anything. And so, I would love if we could talk about what that looked like for you guys and like get some tips for you on how to start building a client experience that you can charge 10K for, or maybe it's that you even just need to double your prices right now. Like where do people get started? Yeah. So I feel like for us, you know, the first thing we did is we sat down and like realized that like without a vision, without a roadmap for our clients in every business, no matter if you're creative or you're a startup or whatever it is, like if you don't have a vision and a roadmap and a plan of trajectory, like your business is just going to flounder. And like in the corporate world, that makes so much sense. You know, you're like, we're going to start here with our, you know, MVP, our minimum viable product. And then we're going to actually get to something that delivers. And, but people are still selling at this point. And I feel like as creatives, we get so stuck at the like MVP in our business of like, we're great at taking pictures, but everything else is kind of like, you know, not so great. So we can deliver wonderful pictures, but we like are missing so much in the gap of becoming like true, successful, scalable business owners when it comes to like going from your MVP to your actual product that is delivering what you promised. And so without that vision, without that plan, like we, we couldn't, we couldn't be successful in flounder. Um, we, you know, we were just floundering. And so I feel like the first thing was like taking a real hard look at what we were actually doing in our business and asking ourselves like, okay, where are we communicating with clients? What are we constantly doing over and over and over again? That could be saving us time. And like I said, we had two small kids, so it's not like I could work full time every day. Um, And that was one of the things is like, we had to look at our time and look at what we were currently doing and think about how we could merge the two into something that was feasible for growth for us and for our family, because I, you know, realistically had about six hours a week to work and, you know, for my normal business, that's impossible, right? Like, you know, we've all read the book or we've all seen the book, like five hour work week. And I was like, well, I have six, so I have one extra hour. What can I do other than, other than having full-time childcare, which for us was not like a life priority. A life priority was like me being able to be with our kids as much as possible. So, um, we took a lot of inventory of our business and then we looked at like, what do we actually want to deliver? What would a luxury experience be? And I kind of like to think about it in the sense of like, you're planning a vacation and it's like, you saved up all this money and you're like, so excited to just like go all out and have the best vacation of your life. And then somebody comes and presents two options to you and you're like, look at these beautiful pictures. And, you know, it's like, oh, they're both beautiful beaches. And like, everybody looks so calm and relaxed. And it's like, it's just like, yeah, how do I choose between these two options? 
that this person's presenting and they're and you're like, but you have no idea where they are. And eventually the travel, you know, person is like, okay, one of them's Myrtle beach and one of them's the mall, the Maldives. And you're like, well, obviously I'm going to go to the Maldives. Like that is a no brainer like that. I already know that that's more of a luxury experience than Myrtle beach. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I grew up going to Myrtle beach. That was like where we went on vacation and it's like, you know, I mean, shout out to all Myrtle beachers, but like it's, it's not that nice. <laughs> No, like it, it is your typical. It's not the Maldives. Break. It's not the Maldives. It's like airbrush painted t-shirts. Still the beach is there, nice. you know? Yes. And, and that's how I was like, yeah, I feel like at that point in our business, I was like, okay, I can make Myrtle Beach look really good. But ultimately, like it's still Myrtle Beach, you know, mm-hmm. whereas like somebody who wants to pay me you know, seven, eight, nine, ten, and above, you know, you want to go to the 10 and 20 range, like they're, they're, they don't even know where Myrtle beach is. They're like, I'm going to the Maldives. Like that is, that's just going to be our option. And so I had to look at like what the difference would be in delivering like a Myrtle beach client experience and delivering a Maldives client experience. And so I just did, we did tons of research. Um, and we did tons of, I asked, I talked to tons of planners. I talked to tons of vendors, just asking like, Hey, for your clients that are booking at this range and your clients that are here, like, what do you feel like then your photographers or anybody's doing differently. And honestly, a lot of them said not much. Um, and then I just started like brainstorming ideas with them. Like, what about this? What about this? And with Nick's like expertise in consistency and delivering, um, a consistent system and experience, we were able to come up with like the key points throughout our journey Mm -hmm. throughout our client journey that we're going to take us from like initial inquiry to past um, the point of booking. And when we started, we had like maybe like five points of communication that were very intentional with our clients of like, you know, you book them and then you, you know, get their deposit and then you plan their engagement and then you send them like, uh, you know, all your information the month before the wedding. And then it's like, yay, confirmed wedding. And like maybe an anniversary email afterwards. So we had those. And I was like, how do we go from this to to what we need to deliver for a Maldives type experience. And now we have, I think it's 39 steps in our client journey, 40 steps in our client journey. Oh my God. Yeah. And not everything is like, has to be client. It's not like overwhelming a client. It's like just things that we have built into our client experience. So like, we need to do this to deliver that a 10 K client experience, um, to whoever our client is. And so, Yeah. Yeah. We just, oh we roadmapped it. We built this whole roadmap and plan of what we do and when we do it and how often. Oh my God. It. Okay. So what are some of the things that you find that photographers usually skip when it comes to a client experience? Because everything you just listed, right? Like those six points are probably the only ones people are doing like in their heads. They're probably like, yes, this is a full client experience. Like maybe they're sending a gift, but other than that, that's probably like the most extensive a client experience can get. So where do you kind of feel that photographers or like service owners, service based businesses in general, just like don't just overlook in terms of their client process? Yeah, totally. It's there's a lot, obviously a lot of different areas, I think, but I kind of like, we kind of broke our client experience up into like a couple different sections, key sections, like first is like the initial inquiry section. And we broke that into steps of what happens. And most people have that dialed in because you're trying to make a sale. So mm-hmm. you're trying to get people from first email to a sale confirmation deposit, like what, however many times you follow up, that is totally dependent on what you want in your business and you feel like they're a good fit. 
And then um, we have like an engagement section, session, session. Um, and that's They're where fine. we talk about um, like all the things leading up to that. And we, one of the things I think people really miss at this point in the experience is like your clients are always asking you the same question every time when it, a lot of times like the engagement session breakdown is, Hey, like let's get your engagement session scheduled. And either they reach out to you and ask that, or you're like, okay, now that I mean, you've booked, like let's schedule an engagement session if they have that. And then there's all this back and forth and back and forth of when and where and what time and what location and like what locations do you recommend. And there's just all this nuanced stuff that we do over and over and over again. And so there's a lot of ways to like make that more efficient and make that more automated, but also provide an exceptional experience. Um, we actually put together a guide for all of our favorite locations for engagement sessions in Southern California. Um, mm. Because inevitably, a lot of our clients are destination. They come, they fly here for engagement sessions. They have no idea where they want to do their session. They need our guidance. And as somebody who's paying you $10,000 and up or whatever your 10K range is, they want, they want to answer less questions. They want you to do the work and they want to just be like, yes, that sounds great. You know, they want to like have choices, but they don't want to have to be the one researching where to do it. Mm. Um, so that's, you know, just like a simple thing in there. And then, then we have my favorite part. And I feel like this is one of the biggest things that people miss is I call it the lull. And it's the time between engagement session and wedding day. And this is the time where like for us as photographers, we go to a million weddings a year. Like, you know, we're not like when we book somebody, we are not thinking about their wedding again until the month before their wedding, you know, mm -hmm. like after the engagement session, it is their wedding is not on our mind. And, but for the bride, this is their first wedding, first and only wedding, hopefully, um, or the groom or whoever it is, it, it's their first and only wedding. And they are thinking about it nonstop for that entire year from the time they said yes. to the time they get married, they are thinking about the wedding day. And so there's this huge lull in the wedding planning where most things are taken care of, the details are taken care of, but they're like starting to get RSVPs back and they're starting to, they're like just on edge to do anything. They have time and they want to do stuff. And it's like, it ends before that last month before the wedding. And so there's a ton of things that we actually do during that time to set us up for their, for their wedding and to set them up and answer any questions we can before they even ask them. Um, mm. And that is always our goal is giving them all the information we possibly can during that time when they are laser focused and have the, uh, the capability to be able to, to read through everything and like think through stuff and still make decisions when it comes to their wedding day. Um, and then we obviously have like the wedding part of the client journey. And then another huge part that I feel like people drop so quickly is the post wedding. It's mm. like, here's your final gallery. And then thank you. Leave a testimony. Um, and there's so much room for delivering an exceptional client experience, even after the day they've gotten their final gallery. And so mm. that's kind of like how we broke ours down. Um, and it's been so wonderful and so cool to see how like all of those different touch points, like make such a difference in the journey and in the whole experience. Cause our really, we want like our clients to come back and be like, wow, those pictures are beautiful. But be like, holy crap, working with you guys was insane. Like mm -hmm. you guys were there before you answered questions before we could even have them. We felt so prepared. We felt so relaxed and at ease and we knew everything that was going to happen leading up to our wedding day. Yeah. And I think that's so integral. And I've been doing a lot of thinking lately. I think we actually have like a Instagram post that probably will be out by the time this comes out, Um, but is getting posted soon about like if social media was completely wiped, 
could your business stand alone on like word of mouth because of the experience that you provide your clients? And I think we get so hung up just as creatives in general on booking the next client, planning the new thing, whatever it is, that we forget to just take care of our clients that we have now in a very like beautiful and integral and like intentional way. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And you know, there's nothing better than a referral that comes from one of your past brides. Like that, I feel like that is the epitome of success when you have brides that rave about you so much that, you know, it's not, not just by like, Oh, look at my pretty wedding pictures. You know, there's, we have social mm-hmm. media, find gorgeous pictures everywhere. But when a bride says to a friend, like you have to book this person because they were insanely exceptional. Like their experience was such a luxury experience mm-hmm. that you can't not book them. And the same goes for, I think this is another thing. Like another huge point is like thinking about your client experience from your client's side, but also from a planner's perspective and how, because a lot of times, like when you're in the luxury market, you're not communicating with your client as much. Like they have full planning and their, their planner is the one who's doing the communication and their planner is the one doing most of the footwork. And if you can show that planner a $10,000 client experience, I mean, hello, they are going to refer the heck out of you because they're going to be like, this photographer is unlike any photographer I've ever seen. Like, Mm -hmm. sure. I don't even care what their images are. Like I've never worked with them, but it's like, they are delivering every possible thing I could want or need, or my clients could possibly want or need before I have to ask for it. And that I feel like is the greatest gift to any planner is to, to be like, I don't even have to do extra homework to be like, Hey, dear photographer, can you please send this over? You know, Mm -hmm. or like, how much time do you need on a wedding day? It's like, they have it. And they're like, they can do their job more seamlessly if we can do our job with um, integrity, you know? Yeah. And I love, I you've been saying a similar phrase over and over, which is like helping them before they even get the chance to ask for it. And I think that's the most beautiful, like, and helpful mindset shift that you can make is like, yeah, what, what do my clients need help with? every single time I work with them or like what questions do they have every single time I work through a process and how can I put that in a format to help them before they even get the chance to email me and be like hey what about this we had some questions on this 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 whatever it is um because there are things that you do just every single time and I think we actually just had a podcast episode that came out about automations because I think a lot of people think it's going to make their business seem impersonal and like they're going to think that their clients don't feel like they're getting one-on-one attention when in reality it's the opposite like you said like they they don't want to be pestering you and asking all these questions they want to feel like they've been served which you know yeah. that is what they've paid for is to receive a service yeah yeah and they i think that there's something to be said like one of the questions i first asked myself and this is when it really hit me hard is when i had a bride reach out to me and be like Hey, just wanted to check in and we're like two weeks from the wedding. Haven't heard from you in a bit. Just want to make sure you're all good. And it was just like mortifying. And, but we've all been there. Like mm-hmm. we've all, everyone's been received that, that email. Everybody has. And we're all busy. Like, that's the thing is we're not getting less busy. Nobody's getting less busy. We're all busy. Our clients are busy. And it's just like, it was so embarrassing to me. Cause I was like, I like as a photographer, I am supposed to be a customer service and experience expert. Like my, we are in the service industry and, you know, people are investing a lot of money into us for our, our customer service and for our customer experience. Like, and 
I was like, this is really, <laughs> this is really embarrassing. Like, but I forgot to email them and I forgot to send them anything. And now here I am like rushing to send them stuff two weeks before their wedding. And it's just like, it's, it just like makes them not feel cared for. And I think mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing. Like, everybody needs to, everybody, like it, their human nature wants to know that we're cared for and that we're seen. And I feel like that is so true of, you know, wedding clients is like, they want to know that like they put their money into somebody that is going to just be there every step of the way for them. Even, even though as a photographers, we don't have nearly as much to do as planners, but they want to know that their photographer is going to like care for them and that they don't have to be the ones reaching out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and how many times have you like inquired for something, whatever it is, any service and, and coaching, like rebranding anything. And you like email them and then it's like crickets, mm-hmm. you know, and we've all done that. We've all been like, whoops, forgot that email that got lost. Like we're really good at giving excuses. Um, and we're really good at having good intentions, but intentions don't scale, um, systems and consistency and customer service are the things that scale our businesses to the next level. Ooh, I love that. And I think that's such an amazing perspective too, because I think we can get, yeah, just hyper-focused on like sell more things, raise our prices, introduce new products. When in reality, it's like better the ones you've already got. And then that's how we're able to scale our business. I love that idea. Um, So I know you mentioned that you guys have like 40 steps now in your client process, which is so wild. And the way I'm about to sit down and brain dump every single client process I have and be like, okay, how do we get this up? Like, at least a dozen steps. <laughs> How do I have right. a dozen more steps? So I won't ask you to explain all 39, 40 steps to us, but for those listening who right now are at like that six mark, right? Where it's just like inquiry, yeah. contract, invoice, <laughs> consultation, wedding day, final delivery. What are a few steps that you recommend them implementing in the next however long, but like that they can do a little bit quicker in order to better their experience? Like, do you have certain ones that you would recommend for people to yeah. kind of start with? Yes, definitely. Well, first I would recommend taking it, like taking inventory of any questions you are repeatedly asked. Like again, like where should we do our engagement locations? Okay. Mm -hmm. Put that all, just type it all out in a document, every question you're asked, and then just like brain down, put every, cause you know, as a photographer, where you like to shoot, you know, your favorite spot, even if you're like a destination photographer and you're always shooting in Washington, DC, or you're always shooting in New York, New York, you like know your spots. And so write all of those out and then pull content from shoots you've done there and put it in a, like a nice guide, a PDF that you can just have on hand. You can be like my favorite New York spots, my favorite DC spots, my favorite Los Angeles spots. So that the next time a client comes to you and is like, Hey, I would love to, like, I don't know where we should do our engagement session. What do you recommend? You can just be like, Hey, I, here are some of my favorite spots. Take a look at these. If none of these stand out, then we can go from there. But adding that step in there is huge. But I would even say, dare say, add it before they can ask it. So Mm -hmm. once they book, one of the biggest things that I do that's so simple, but it's so important, like it's the same thing. If you booked a luxury, you know, travel vacation through a travel agent, like you paid all this money and then you hear nothing, you know, like imagine you're like, pay $10,000 for the Maldives. And then there's nothing other than thank you for your payment. Um, That is so defeating. You're like, okay, well. Like, where are we going? When, can I just, can I, <laughs> what are we do doing? Mm-hmm. When, when are you going to contact me again? So the first thing that our clients get after they pay their deposit, um, is they get a what's coming next email and what mm-hmm. to expect. And, um, 
So at that point, I like lay out our whole client journey for them because it like our brains love clarity. As humans, we love clarity. We need to know like what's next and what's next and what's next. And we're going to, we find peace and safety and security and knowing what's coming. And Mm so I like to do that for my clients. So I sit down and like the first email they get after they book is like, we're so excited. Here is what you can expect from us leading up to your wedding day. You know, at this 90 day mark, you're going to receive this at this point, you're going to receive this at this point, you're going to receive this. Even if you just have seven steps, like implement that now, just as soon as they book, set up an email to be like, here's what's happening. Here's what's coming. And then write down like at this in two weeks, I'm going to reach out to you about an engagement session. And then, you know, in a month before your wedding, you're going to get this and this and this just so that they have an understanding of what your boundaries are and when they can expect to have their questions answered. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's huge. And then in that be like, I'm going to reach out about your engagement session. I just want you to look at this guide and see if there are any of these locations stick out to you. You know, mm-hmm. that's, that is such that is such a servant minded thing to do of like, Hey, I've done a lot of footwork here. You take a look at this and see if you like this. And two for, you know, our clients, they love to see images and get inspired and have ideas. And a lot of times they're going to pick your favorite spot anyways, because it's in your guide. Mm. Um, and so, you know, then it's like, makes, it makes your life so much easier and it makes them feel really cared for. Um, another thing is after the engagement session at the 90 day mark, we actually send a, another, here's what's coming, another overall, like, here's what you can expect. The countdown is on. We're 90 days out. There's three months to your wedding because this is when their brains are really going with like, I need to do this and I need to do this and I need to order this. And I need to, even if they have a, like a full planner, like there are still things that they have to do as luxury clients. And so that's when I send, uh, you're going to get these things at that time. And that's typically like for photographers, it's, a questionnaire. I mean, at least for us, we do a questionnaire to gather every detail of their wedding day, um, every family combo, because I don't want my clients having to type out a word document or doing anything extra. I want it all to be in one place, like every piece of information I can need. I want it there. And then that's usually the point where we like talk about timeline. You know, we like send them, what point are you going to have in your timeline and getting ready details and all of that stuff happens at like, I tell them when it's coming at the 90 day mark so that Mm. they can also be the planner can see it if the planner is the one managing the clients and so that they can know like, okay, I don't need to put together a family list until this date. And yeah. I don't need to worry about like my getting ready details until this date. Cause again, we like our brains love clarity. And if we can take that out of their, you know, seven parking spots that exist in their brain of things they have to do, like, then that is going to free them up to focus on other things. So even just like those two things, like just being super clear on what's coming and when it's coming can be a game changer for your client experience, regardless of, you know, if you're in photography, planning, you know, florists, everything is super helpful. No, I agree. And I think what can be difficult for those of us who own our own businesses, regardless of like what service you are, but like, especially photographers, we shoot so many weddings that to us, we kind of assume everything is common sense. Like we're like, yeah, of course this is when we'll discuss this. And of course this is when the engagement session will be. And of course you read the entire contract and you know exactly what's coming and when they don't, 
Like we yeah. have to go back to like yeah. what we didn't know before we knew all of this. Um, and I know yeah. I can get like that sometimes even as a coach, like I'll be explaining branding. I'm like, well, you know this, this and this and this. And they're like, no, I, I, why would I know that? Like you have to be like, wait, yeah. they don't know that because there was a period of time where I didn't know that. Um, and so yeah. I love that idea of even just being like, hey, you've booked. This is what a process looks like because they don't know what's going to come. And then you can also, yeah, give them guidance so it doesn't feel like they're stumbling in the dark on like, when are they going to reach out to me next? And like, what is that yeah. going to look like? And do I need to contact them? Like, I know I booked a photographer once and I actually didn't end up shooting with them um, because like I literally just never heard. I never heard from them. Like they took my money yeah. and then it was like every month I was having to follow up with them to be like, can we get on the calendar? Like what is going on? And they kept just being like, yeah, I'm really busy. Like here's a date or two. And I'd be like, those dates don't work for me. What about now? And then we'd go another month and like, that's so frustrating because you also don't know, like photographer to photographer can be so different too on client processes. So I love that idea of just like giving them a map essentially on what's yeah. going to come for them during their process with you. Yeah. Everybody loves a roadmap. Like, I mean, if you're driving across the country, it's like, yeah, let's be spontaneous and have fun. And I think like we build a lot of like surprises into our client journey. And I think that's the thing with like automation versus personalization. Like you can have personalized automation. And that's what our whole business functions on because I I only have six hours a week to work. So there are a lot of things, like all those things I mentioned earlier, like the timeline and the getting ready details, those are all things I have automated into not only like my CRM and my email systems and this insane process of being able to like just be, work in six hours a week, but it's like in guides and templates and mm -hmm. everything, I can do, but I can still tailor and customize it to that specific um, client. But it's like you, we can build surprises in and still like show up very personable in that because we've allowed ourselves the space to be able to focus on personalizing things and showing our client, like surprising our clients with stuff and, you know, being spontaneous as we drive, drive across the country, but we still need a map, you know, mm -hmm. like you can't get from LA to New York nowadays, you know, especially with like Google maps. No, mm -hmm. you know, I remember when I'd have to print off my map yes. and drive, you know, like there was nothing telling me how to get there, but you couldn't get there without a map. Um, mm -hmm. You'd get very lost. And that's what happens is our clients get lost in our journey. If we don't give them a clear client roadmap that they, um, to what they can expect and when. I love that. Oh, yeah. this has all been so helpful. Thank you, Jess. I already like, I literally am like, we already have, I love our experience for like my coaching programs and things like that. And we have it all automated and laid out, but now I'm like, oh no, let's go in there and add things and like, make sure that like, they don't have to ask questions about certain things. Cause yeah, there probably are questions that people ask repeatedly. So I think there's always space to always space to improve your processes. So I'm so excited to like implement all of this in my own processes. Yeah. And there's, I think the biggest thing is to remember that like, no matter where you're at in your photography business, however many years or how much you're charging, there's always room to grow. Like as you grow, your clients are going to change and your systems and like your client experience should grow with that. Like you mm -hmm. can't be doing the same thing for $3,500 clients that you're now doing for $20,000 clients. Like mm -hmm. you can have a lot of the same foundation, like lay the foundation at $3,500 and deliver every $22,000, $3,500 client, like a 10K client experience, mm -hmm. but build on that as your clients change and as your business changes. And I think that's the beauty of it is that like, there is always more to do. Like even mm -hmm. this week, even this week, I was like, okay, I found another step in my, in my client experience that is, has nothing to do with my actual clients, but that has everything to do with serving the planner that we're working with. Well, and I was like, every time I work at a venue, like 
they need a COI. They need an additionally insured. And every single time it's the planner reaching out like the week or two before the wedding being like, Hey, can you please send this? Because that's when the venue asks for it. And I was like, I, I put it into our process, into our client experience of like, mm. at this point, at the, at the one month out mark, I am going to make a COI additionally insured for whatever venue it is and just send it to planner, whether they need it or not. And Genius. I was talking to the planner email back and she was like, Jess, that you're the first person that has ever done this for me. Like this takes so much work off of my plate because it should, it's, it's not like their responsibility to remember to do that. Like the venue has to ask for it and then the planner has to do it. And then they have to keep following up with you. And she was like, this has really meant so much to me that you did this before I even had to ask. And I was like, yeah, it's so simple. You know, it's, like yeah, stuff it's like such that. an we easy can, thing. Yeah. We can always be growing and changing and evolving and um, delivering a 10 K client experience and beyond with oh, everything that we do. I love that. Thank you, Jess. Oh my God. Hey, can you tell everyone, obviously we link everything in the show notes, but I would love if you told us a little bit about where people can find you on the internet and yeah. learn more from you. Yeah. So our website is jessicarice.co and then we're jessica.rice.photography on Instagram. Um, And we actually, I know like, because I know how overwhelming this is, it took us like almost a year to put all this together and we have done the work for you. Congratulations. Drum roll. Um, <laughs> we actually, have, we actually have a course called the 10 K client experience and um, which was birthed out of this process for us. And with talking with a lot of photographers who are like, I need this. Like, I just don't know where to start. And I need mm-hmm. somebody to help me. I need somebody to hold me the stuff that like, I hate because I hated this. I was like, Bleh. but I had Nick, you know, like Nick held my hand through all of it and forced me to sit down and do it. And it literally changed our lives. Um, I, it's so freeing to like get up from my computer every day and be like, I have, I, every client is taken care of. I don't ever leave my computer thinking like, Oh, I forgot to do something. Mm. And that is the best feeling in the world. That's that's what we live for as entrepreneurs. We want to like have free space in our life. And so, um, we have a course called the 10 K client experience and you can find it on our website and you it's open for enrollment. So please sign up and we're really excited to have you guys in there. We're going to walk you through everything that we do, every all 39 steps of our client journey and um, give you every template so you can just plug your own pictures in, change oh, the title. Oh, we like, love we're that. <laughs> yeah, I truly, like we're giving you everything. Um, we're walking you through how we set up our CRM because that's like another big thing is like, again, intentions don't scale, systems do. And mm. so it you can have good intentions and like have a roadmap, but if you don't have it in something, that allows you to automate, um, your process, then it will not work. So we said, we help you guys with all of that and show you all of our tips and tricks and give you literally everything we have. So oh, the 10 K experience. Okay. We will <laughs> link that in the show notes. Cause I'm like, yeah, the way I wish I had that during my wedding career and a plug and play. That's like all I ever need. I like will not buy things anymore unless it's giving me some sort of template because I just don't want to build these things myself. No, no, you shouldn't have to. That's the yeah. thing. Like we don't have time to build those things. So no, I literally them. there's nothing worse than like buying a course. And then it's like, Hey, here's like 10,000 hours of work that you're going to have to figure out yourself. Like, it's just like, oh, okay, that's never, great. You'll never finish yeah. the course. I don't no. want course collectors. I want people who want to transform their business and get some time back. Like that is my goal. I'm you, it's some hard work, but once you do it, you it's will like have served you for so long. Yeah. Oh, we love that. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on Jess. It has been amazing to have you learn from you i'm so excited to see all the things and thank you guys for listening we'll see you next time thanks bye